0: I come here not to celebrate the likes of Greg Berhalter, Landon Donovan, Alexi Lawless, Stuart Holden, and the rest of the MLS shell media. I came here to bury them. This is Simply Banned Sports. watching the World Cup, or you've never, ever watched Fox's coverage of football, soccer, whatever you want to call it, then you don't know that Alexi Lawless is an idiot. Even if you don't watch it, you know that Alexi Lawless is the biggest idiot in sports media. And that's saying something. Especially when we look at who covers this sport for the U.S. Jason Davis is basically on his knees for the MLS. The Human Cum Dumpster for Greg Berhalter and the like. You've got Grant Wall, who, if you know Grant Wall's history, kind of sketchy, dude. Um someone called him a legend and i had to laugh i i actually had just read a piece where after that idiot grant wall was fired from sports illustrated go, during covid um someone's like some medium writer's like oh don't ask me to take grant wall's spot he's a legend i'm i'm sorry first off who are you and clearly <laughs> Grant Wall's an idiot. He's always been an idiot. He makes up sources. You got Doyle. With his stupid little gimmick on Twitter. Of, oh my god, the MLS is good, guys. Looking on the MLS players in the World Cup. But Alexei Lawless and Landon Donovan take the cake. If you're not watching the World Cup, then why are you listening to this? But... Fox Sports' coverage has been horrendous. Um, I look at 2014 as the peak of great World Cup coverage. You've got... What ESPN did was you had, like, Balak. You had the Men in Blazers. You had... um, Van Nistelrooy. You've got Ruud Hulet. You've got... um, Brazilians... Um, Not Pele, but um, other famous Brazilians. Name escapes me, I apologize. But you've got all these different people from different countries represented. And who does Fox Sports trot out? Alexi Lawless, Stuart Holden, John Strawn, Landon Donovan, Clint Dempsey. And then some British woman whose name, again, escapes me. I think she's the only World Cup winner there. Or Euros. I think she's the only one with actual gold to her name. So I apologize for not remembering it. But you watch it and it is irritating. And the biggest more on there is Alexi Lawless. Shouldn't shock people who have followed Alexi's career. He thinks he's um, Skip Bayless, minus Skip's intelligence, and without realizing that Skip's playing a gimmick. Or was when he was with ESPN. I, I haven't watched Skip in years. But Alexi Lawless is the biggest idiot. Why? Oh, because he ignores not just what happened in Qatar, but he's ignored all the issues of the U.S. men's national team. Let's look, shall we? U.S. coach Greg Berhalter has taken plenty of crap and criticism. Some of it fair, but his U.S. men's national team won the Gold Cup in Nations League, dominated Mexico, qualified for a World Cup, went undefeated in group, And posted two shutouts And one goal against a PK Throw some respect on that dude Now, Alexi You would think that if This was a smart person They would be Vague and obtuse on purpose But Alexi Lawless is not smart Alexi Lawless is a moron He's been a moron since his playing days. Alexi Lawless has no right to be on TV. So, Alexi, let's educate him for a second. Let's start here. Won the Gold Cup and the Nations League. Good achievement. You were playing CONCACAF competition, especially in the Gold Cup. You were playing El Tri- who, let's be honest, hated Tata Martino, And we'll talk about Tata in a second. We'll talk about Tata later, because I'm going to prove how stupid Lexi Lawless is. So, yeah, you were playing watered-down competition. Congratulations. Bruce Arena won it. Bob Bradley won it. Jurgen Klinsmann won it. I'm supposed to be Impressed? The U.S. should be winning those competitions, Alexi. They weren't after Klinsmann's fall from grace after 2014, which was wholly unjustified. And then when Bruce Arena came in, lost it. So, yeah, congratulations. Greg did what he was supposed to do. I'm supposed to be impressed? No, I'm not. Because that's like having Alabama going into the American Athletic Conference and saying, okay, Nick, win this competition. Of course Alabama's going to win. Of course the U.S. is going to win. Now, Canada, they're coming. And I'm going to tell you, 2026, Canada looks really good. With the way they're playing, if they get a striker, besides Kyle Lahren, Um, Canada looks really good. But, so yeah, you beat an upcoming... Ooh, sorry about that. Ooh, who scored that? Sorry, I was watching Croatia, Japan. Game of the tournament so far. Love both teams. Hope both teams go far. But, dominated Mexico... Okay, Lexi, how did Mexico look in the tournament, the World Cup? Well, they look like crap. I mean, they were a Ochoa performance away from losing two out of their three matches in the World Cup group stage. But of course, God-tier Ochoa shows up, saves the Robert Lewandowski penalty. So, pinning Mexico, it's not that big of an achievement. The way Mexico was playing, I mean, I know there was something with um, Herrera. Some sort of issue, personal issue, that he had with the Mexican government or the Mexican FA. But if they had Miguel Herrera <laughs> instead of Tata Martina... Well, we're talking about a different version of Mexico. Tata's Mexico is not good. And we saw that. That's why he got fired. Oh, by the way, Alexi, your precious MLS. Tata Martino came in two years. Dominated each year. With Joseph Martinez and Miguel Almoran. So, yeah, there's your precious MLS. You're saying the Mexican manager is not good, that you dominated Mexico. So what does that say for your pathetic MLS league that you're so high on, that you've got such a boner for, Alexi, that Mexico's crap manager came in, dominated it two years in a row with Martinez and Omaron. What does that say, Alexi? Qualify for the World Cup. Um, Alexi, did you watch qualifying? We barely qualified. Had it not been for Ricardo Pepe, who Berhalter left at home, and we'll talk about that in a second. We'll get to that in a little bit. Against Honduras, in the third match... If we draw that match, then we're sitting here talking about USN qualifying. We backed into the tournament after two draws. One of them to Canada. Who should beat us, honestly. But, we barely qualified. And in the lead up to those matches afterwards, the tune up games... The friendlies, Japan, we lost. No shame in that. Saudi Arabia, we drew. Both were pathetic performances. Went undefeated in group. Um. Okay, let's talk about the group. You were Kellen Acosta. Should have been red card. Away from. Gareth Bale hitting the miracle goal, beating you. Wales should have won that match. Wales should have won that match had it not been for Kellen Acosta's miracle, oh, I should have gotten the red card, don't look at me, uh, foul. Then you play the crap England side with a crap manager, and Gareth Southgate, congratulations. You drew them. Oh, oh, everyone's celebrating. That we drew England. Yeah, Greg's got them all together and so let's clap like a seal. Then you <laughs> nearly lost to Iran. You should have drew Iran. Let's be honest here. That VAR missed two incidents, a handball, which was a handball, if you're going by lair of the law. And a penalty, which would have been soft, but given how these refs have been, yeah, would have been a penalty. And it not been an English referee refereeing the match, so we didn't look good. Do you know how many goals we scored, Alexi? Two. Oh, but we only gave up one goal—a penalty. Yeah, you have a plus one goal difference. Go watch Senegal. Go watch Cameroon. Go watch Ghana. Go watch Japan, Croatia, Um, Brazil. But let's not, actually, let's just keep it to teams. The Dutch. Let's keep it to teams who we could actually be competitive against. The Dutch. The, um, again, Japan, Korea. Look at their goal differences. Look at the goals they scored. Look at how they played. They weren't playing hide and go seek with the ball. Let's turtle up once we get a lead. Cost us against Wales. And it nearly cost us against Iran. It should have cost us against Iran. So, you're celebrating scoring two goals, three goals all tournament. You're celebrating three goals all tournament and giving up four for a negative goal differential. Alexei, I know the CTE is deep within you, man, but Jesus Christ, you're an idiot. Let's see here. Let's continue to scroll down here. Let's make fun of Alexei some more. Because he's an easy target. There's fair... Now, that last tweet was... After the U.S. squeaked by Iran. (laughs) After the U.S. squeaked by Iran. And Alexei Lawless is celebrating, like... I'm a big bad dude. Look at me. See, my boy Greg... There's fair criticism for... So let's look at it after the Dutch whooped our ass. There's fair criticism for Coach Greg ba- Halter and his team. Do so you see how he qualifies this? And his team. And this team. So, not blaming Greg at all. But it's an attempt to mimic some notion of what equates with A. Authentic footballing culture. Uh, yes. The whole, oh, if if you don't call it soccer, if you don't call it, if you don't like the MLS, it, you must be a European snob. Alexei, I'm asking us to be as competitive as the African nations were in this cup. Morocco. With Hakim Zayesh. Killing it. Hakeem Zayich doing what Christian Pulisic should have been doing. This whole tournament. Heck, Senegal minus Mane with Dia up front. That's what I'm asking for. I'm asking us to beat Japan. And you're out here saying, oh, oh, it's performative bullshit. Fact, Fact is, this U.S. men's national team is light years ahead of where they were four years ago. Do you know why that is, Alexi? Do you know why that is? It's because of Jurgen Klinsmann. You know, the guy that you, um, Landon Donovan, Abby Wambach, all bashed because of what he said? Oh. Oh, no? You don't remember? You've, conf- um, you've conveniently forgot your xenophobia towards um, players who play in Europe and players who were born on military bases who have dual citizenships? Well, let's look it up. Let's look it up. Here's your buddy, Abby Wambach you know when she wasn't coked out of her mind maybe she was let's let's talk alexey it's just my opinion and i'm entitled to that it feels a little bit odd to me to have some guys that you have that have never lived in the united states that play for the united states because they were able to secure a passport to me that feels like they weren't able to make it for their country and earn a living so they're coming here but do they have that killer instinct i don't know i'd love to sit down with mixed discarude and some of these other guys and talk to them about it i'd love to understand how much they love their country i believe they can have love for both countries but i'd love to hear it and i think so many others would too If this is an ignorant opinion, I'll raise my hand in the end and say, my bad, but I'd want to have that conversation. Make America great again, build the wall. Right, Abby? Well, how about your buddy, Landon Donovan, talking about the same situation? Let's look at your buddy Landon Donovan. I'll share something I shared with Jurgen when I got off our team. I said, "Jurgen, I understand you're allowed to make your choice and your decision, but there's at least a few players that are on your World Cup roster that are going that don't f- care in the same way I do. I grew up as a part of this whole system, and I feel like it's a part of me." And I think there's players in that locker room who, if you go three and out in the World Cup, they'll go back to their clubs and won't even blink twice. Whereas, if we go three and out, out, I'll be devastated. But not so devastated, um, Landon, that you don't criticize the guy who didn't even qualify for the World Cup, Bruce Arena. Not so devastated that you give Greg Berhalter a pass. Oh, why is that, Landon? Oh right they're your buddies they let you play in that shit league you call the MLS so Alexi and let's see let's see Mr. Lawless what he had to say about players with dual nationalities U.S. soccer needs to be honest about dual nationalities. That was that was uh, Alexi's column for the Guardian, where he bashes dual nationality players. Well, Alexi, let's talk about who the best players were in this World Cup for the U.S. Timothy Weah, dual national. Father is the president of Gambia. Yunus Musa, British-born, Yunus Musa, His parents luckily um, took him to Brooklyn. I think he was born in Brooklyn, was raised in the UK. Actually, my bad. Our two best players, our best striker, Ricardo Pepe, born in Mexico or born in the U.S., has, has U.S. relations or Mexican relations because I picked Mexico. We're talking, little about dual nationals being our best players. So when you write that stupid tweet that the U.S. is in ba- uh, better position than it was four years ago, you idiot. You need to be talking about... Jürgen Klinsmann. The man you bashed to no end. Because he wasn't American enough. Because he didn't play MLS guys. Because he had the balls to come out and say... MLS is a crap league. And no one should watch it. We don't need players from the MLS. We need players from Europe. Oh, it's a performative BS. Alexi, you just said in your tweet that the U.S. is in better position than it was four years ago. Do you know why it is? And if we're being honest, let's be honest. It's because, Alexei, Chris Wondonowski is not on there. Mixed Discarood is not on there. Um, other players, MLS players, Landon Donovan is not there. Clint Dempsey, not there. Thank God. Luckily, Tim Howard actually has had um, good takes on this. Especially about two nationals and playing in Europe. Where he's basically said, yeah, playing in the championship in the Premier League is a lot better than playing in the MLS. So, you want to say thanks, Greg Berhalter. The real answer to your, the real thanks that you should give Alexei and Landon, and I know you hate this Landon Donovan. Is to Jurgen Klinsmann. Why? Because he's the one who pulled these players. He's the one. Who laid the seeds of foundation. Who went. And got. Players with dual nationalities. He's the one who opened that venue. Not Greg Berhalter. But Berhalter just came in and. Said. Uh, Jay. What should I do? And Jay's like, um, you see MLS players? Sure, let's try that. Um, Jay? The MLS players, um, they're not performing. Um, what should I do? Um, hmm. Oh, here's this book that Jurgen Kleinsman left. Let's follow it. Okay. Uh, okay, Jay. <laughs> That's what Greg and Jay Berhalter sound like. And so when we're talking about your best midfielder, Yunus Musa, who came here and shows, you've got Malik Tillman, German. Weston McKinney was born on the military base, Fort Lewis. So all these players that you're like, oh, well, Craig left us in better shape. It's not Craig who made that decision, bud. It's Jurgen Klinsmann, the man that you bashed for wanting dual nationalities two nationalities carried your ass Cameron Carter Vickers British Eric Palmer Brown British chose America thanks to Jürgen Kleinsman. Cameron Carter Vickers who saved us versus Iran cause if Walker Zimmerman was in there oh buddy would that be a massacre Carlos would have targeted him right away. But instead, Alexi, instead of admitting that the USA got it right with dual nationalities and got it right with having players from Europe in this squad rather than relying on MLS players like you guys did, And I don't even consider Tim Howard an MLS player. Because Tim Howard went to Europe. Because he's like, I want to get better. I'm going to go play for Sir Alex. And then they'll go play for um, David Boyce. That's fine. He learned... Tim Howard learned from the best manager in the world. In history. You've got players in the system who are learning from... Pep Guardiola. So when you say Alexi Lawless, oh, um, the U.S. is in a better position, you better get on your hands and knees and beg Jürgen Klinsmann for f- forgiveness, because that's where that came from. So besides, so let's not just pick on Alexi, because it's not just Alexi, who's a giant idiot in um, the U.S., Media from Slate. This is it. Should not be Greg Berhalter. We agree. Talking about twenty twenty six. We agree. This is more philosophical than evaluative, huh? But Berhalter was a good coach. No matter what you hear from a vocal subset of people on the internet who believe the team's every misfortune the last four years. As a result of a foolhardy decisions. Um, he played freaking Jesus Ferreira. In a knockout game. A guy who had not scored since September 13th. Who had not played since October. Who sucked when he played in the MLS playoffs. Only scored 18 goals because it's the MLS. I'm sorry, what? He was, if not the best man for the job, then at least close to... He set this, his team up well for the vast majority of their biggest games. What? What? Did you not watch the Wales game? Did you not watch Saudi Arabia? Japan? Iran? England? The Dutch? The Iber Canada? In the qualifying? He corrected more of his mistakes than he gets credit for. Evolving his plans with his team. He leaned fully into the necessary youth movement despite struggles with naivety. So... How you wrote that sentence is he's too naive because he doesn't know how to manage youth. That's how you wrote that. That's how it reads. He recruited well, thank you, Jurgen Klinsmann, landing prospects like Eunice Musa, Sergio Dest, and Ricardo Pepe, who he did not bring to the biggest game of his career. He prizes for her. The culture and bonding he fostered was a necessary corrective after the previous decade of throwing players to the wolves and blaming them for not wanting to be eaten. I'm sorry, are, are these children? Are we talk? Are, are they children? Have you not watched Europe? Have you not watched the Premier League? Have you not watched... The Bundesliga, have you not watched the Dutch, the Eredivisie, the, Bel- the Belgian League, Syria, La Liga, La Liga Portugal, I forgot what that was called, I thought it was something, La Liga Portugal, something like that, <laughs> have you not watched these leagues? They play young players all the time. They play young players all the time. Pep is known. Pep is known for that. That's why you got guys like. um, Cole Palmer. Uh, Kakai. Um, Phil Foden. He gave Phil Foden his shot. And you're telling me, oh well, well see, look, look at how good he is. He manages youth players. Congratulations, he's a young, youth team manager. Congratulations. Go, go work for um, some club and manage your under-20s. No. now you manage youth. He didn't even manage youth. And we'll talk about that. Let's read this Fox Sports article. With the World campaign Cup campaign over, the USA, Berhalter's contract up is up, <clears throat> and he was non committal on his future, even though a U.S. soccer source told Fox Sports' Doug McIntyre that preliminary talks over a new deal have taken place. For last month and a half, blah, blah, blah. Berhalter is likely to have some options if a new deal is not struck as there is a demand in Europe for coaches who have a proven track record of developing young talent. What drugs are you smoking and may I have some please? Greg Berhalter failed in Europe. He failed in Norway. A league that Bob Bradley almost won. Was it Norway or Sweden? I don't know, but he couldn't even get into the first division of that league. Couldn't even qualify. So no championship manager is going to take him No championship club is going to take them because you had a shot to win promotion. You didn't do it. Okay. So there goes the championship. There goes League Two. Are we talking Wrexham? Are we talking Ryan Reynolds' project? Because if that is the case, then sorry, Wrexham, you're being run by morons. Because clearly, that's just an American project. So are we talking Wrexham? Because we're not talking Bristol City. We're not talking Stoke. We're not talking... Swansea. After they just had Wayne Rooney, who almost saved him. Are we talking, like, Exeter? Are we talking, um... We're not talking Sunderland. Because they look like they're good. We're not talking Barnsley. Ooh, ooh. Okay. Fine, let's get out of England. Are we talking about going to manage in Belgium? Or the Iredeverse? Because, uh... (laughs) After that match against Louis van Gaal, no Dutch team's going to touch Greg Berhalter. No Belgian team, where a lot of Iredeverse players play... It's going to touch Greg Burhalter Genk Anderlich why would they go near him? why? why would you go near him? Why would you touch him? So are we talking Serie B are we talking about Serie C? Again, we have a or um, La Liga B? Are we talking... French League 2? French League 3? What are we talking about here? No team... No club in Europe... Is going to touch Greg Berhalter. You know what his level is? His, his level is Australia. Go manage in Australia. Oh, my, Bob Bradley... Jesse Marsh is, is making a pathway for American managers. Jesse Marsh, Marsh has been good. Or, well, bipolar for Leeds. Truthfully, some want him out, including myself. Some um, think he's been solid. Are we talking them? Oh, are we talking Scotland? Because Rangers isn't going to fire... Isn't going to hire Greg. I mean... Van Bronckhorst got them to European final. And fired them the next year. So we're not talking about Rangers. And you think Malik Tillman's going to want to play for Greg? No. So... That, that's just mind-blowing to me. And within that article... Where it says... oh. US players back halter to, to return do you know who they have a quote from Jesus Ferreira congratulations your little pet wants you to be the manager again huh wonder why when Jordan P-Fuck Ricardo Pepe are out there and you bring Josh Sargent and Jesus Ferreira, Sargent who cannot score, who has failed in the Bundesliga for Bremen, has failed in Norwich. He's known for being relegated. Oh well, he's scoring in the Championship. Congratulations, he scores in the Championship. So did Timor. P- so did uh, Timu Pukki. I'm supposed to be impressed. I mean, Sargent's not even top scorers in the championship. Barrington Diaz, hey, none. Oh, well, he's got nine goals. Oh, wow, congratulations. Oh, wow, he scores in the championship. I'm supposed to be impressed. Um. It, it's a joke it's a joke I'm sorry Derby had um, Rain Mooney not Swansea Swansea had Bob Bradley so Swansea will stay away even though they have American owners what are we talking about here Greg Berhalter is an idiot oh well he manages youth Congratulations. So does any manager worth their salt. Jesse Marsh. Again, let's go to Jesse Marsh. He's carving a pathway for American managers. They said, well, hang on. Hang on. He failed at Leipzig. He was good at Salzburg, but even Salzburg fans were like, I don't know. And Leeds fans were like... I don't know so what what path is he carving he's fine he's mediocre he's better than Greg Berhalter and so you want to have a lesser manager no no one's going to take Greg Berhalter You can go manage in Australia go manage in um, the MLS again where you'll fail and not win a single thing. What that article fails. And, and they try to compare him to Bob Bradley. Brad, Brad, Bob Bradley had won the MLS. Time and time and time again. He took crappy MLS based players. He didn't have the talent pool Greg Berhalter does. Thank you again, Jurgen Klinsmann. He didn't have this. He had guys who, in the time where soccer and or football was not that big of a deal, no one cared. There were too many barriers in entry. Again, thank you, Jurgen, for speaking out about that, because that's helped lower it. But they're trying to compare him to Bob Bradley. Bob Bradley won the MLS three times. Even back when it was called um, the National Soccer League or something. I forget. He had a history of winning. Goes, wins in, wins with, gets, wins as a national team manager. Takes us out of the dregs. Sets sets it up for Jürgen Klinsmann, Bob Bradley, great manager carves this way with the Egyptian national team in a crappy situation during a civil war and hostile takeover and a governmental coup. Still nearly gets them in, losing to Ghana, only on goal differential. And they nearly beat the goal differential. Oh yeah, and Bob Bradley is the one who encouraged everyone to play Mohammed Salah. Go watch any documentary on Mohamed Salah. Nothing but praise for Bob Bradley. Goes to Norway. Nearly wins the Norwegian League. Goes to La Havre. Nearly gets them promoted. Awful spell at Swansea. Should stay at La Havre. Bob Bradley's a pioneer, not Jesse Marsh. But don't you dare compare Craig Bearhalter to a Jesse Marsh or a Bob Bradley. Because at least Jesse Marsh won trophies in Europe. Yes, it's the Austrian League. Are you talking about him coming for Salzburg? No, Salzburg won. Ralph, Ralph only got Jesse because Jesse was in the system already. And was Ralph's boy. So, the thought of Greg in Europe, if you, want, if you want to have a circumstance where no manager from America ever manages again in Europe, it will be because they fired Greg Berhalter. That's how bad he is. That is how bad he is. So, again, I'm scratching my head. What clubs are going to take Greg? I don't know. But you're seeing the big issue with coverage in the United States. Everyone's like, yay, we did it, we did it, we got out of the group. We, We drew England. Like, congratulations, Southgate played a horrible game. He, his tactics were horrible. He gave you a chance because he's an idiot. I'm supposed to be impressed? You nearly lost to Wales. You nearly lost to Iran. Or Drew Iran. You scored two, game, two goals in the group stage. With a plus one differential. You got shook and whooped. By the Dutch. I mean, if you're talking about Greg Berhalter being a good manager, show them that Dutch match and say, tell me where he's good. But this is a problem with U.S. media. The reason why they don't want Greg to fall, why they call those who criticize Greg Berhalter... A vocal subset, as the stupid slate article wrote the reason why they call us a vocal subset is Greg broholter is an MLS manager, his brother connected to the MLS. We all know the story of how he got the job. should never been hired. Awful manager, awful person, classic underachiever, can't coach to save his life. Brother is in charge, says, take my brother. Greg resigned from Columbus, ground We'll get you the USN men's national team job. Never mind that. Se- <clears throat> Excuse me. Several international managers. Um, Laporta, I believe, from Spain, actually. Or one of the former Barcelona coaches. Was like, ah, I want the job. Tata Martino. Eh. I don't know if he would have been better than Greg, but... Tata Martino wanted the job. Heck, I heard Bielsa wanted the job. We pass on Marcelo Bielsa. For... Burhalter. The god himself... Yeah, I think that was the thing, was Bielsa wanted the U.S. men's national team job, or had interviewed, or there was a movement for him. Let me see. Yeah, from Bleacher Report. Yeah, Bielsa wanted to, um, was discussed for the job. No, got give it to Greg. I'll give it to Jay's brother. So the MLS has a quota. That's why you have people like DeAndre Yetha, Walker Zimmerman. Um, Um let's see. Jordan Morris. Jordan Morris was too much of a coward, too much of a bitch to go and, I believe it was Hoffenheim. It was Hoffenheim, I believe, where they offered him a trial and he said no, or I did the trial. You could have been managed by Nagelsmann, but instead, no, 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 I'm I'm not going to Hoffenheim for a trial. I'm going back to the Seattle Sounders to go play for Caleb Porter. Yay! What an idiot, Jordan Morris says. Then when he finally comes over, oh, he plays three times, doesn't score any goals, doesn't do anything. Wasted loan. Oh, but you can score goals in the MLS. Yay! Kellen Acosta. Kellen Acosta sucks. Sean Johnson. I mean I'm a UCF grad. I love my UCF alum. My fellow alums, but Sean Johnson? No, no thank you. Um Jesus Ferreira. Jesus Ferreira is a joke. Absolute joke. Shit player. Never want to seem compared. To, like talis Magno again awful player awful was invisible against the Dutch but the MLS has a quota and the show Media doesn't want their puppet the guy that's gonna play and not question and not call out the MLS quota They just want, oh yeah, let's go with Greg, because Greg, yeah, he's going to go along. Greg's one of ours. Greg's our guy. Never mind the fact that winning and getting to the quarterfinals should have been the goal. But now, you played MLS players. Walker Zimmerman was a disaster. In... Two of the matches he played. Yes, he was good in England. But again, Southgate's tactics. Is this is where Ersha never played. Never played. Never been considered for the World Cup. Disastrous player. Nearly gifted the Dutch more goals than they should have had. He had the back pass. Second half where I think the pie or... Um, was it Dumfries? Got the ball and nearly broke with it and Or was it um Dion? Someone someone broke with the ball. Um uh, might have been even barely blind. Thanks to Herrera being invisible. You play a false knight. Jordan Morris did nothing. Why is he there? Oh yeah, and Timothy Weah. I I forgot. When I was discussing dual nationals. Timothy Weaver. I just want to put it out there. Giovanni Reina. Where was Giovanni Reina? Disastrous. But Reina doesn't play for MLS, And that was a big problem. Now, the show media wants to pretend that, oh, um, Giovanni Reina was hurt. No, Giovanni Reina was not hurt. That was kind of confirmed by his dad. There's a big issue with Greg. Halter and G- Larenas. Which I'm sure will be talked about later on. But he's not an MLS player. Jordan Morris is. So, Walker Zimmerman is. Kellen Costa is. So, when you need goals, who do you put in? The Dortmund guy? Or the MLS guy? Greg puts in the MLS guy. Because he's a A full-blown moron. A full-blown moron. Greg Barhalter. But let's talk about the MLS again. So there's this quota. And it's harmed the U.S. Look at whenever an MLS player came on. American MLS player they were lost Jesus Ferrer lost Zimmerman lost Acosta lost but the show media wants the MLS to be on par with the English Championship or the Belgian League it's not it's worse it's a retirement league And we're seeing the quality of players there. And it's not good. So, um, UCF football is kind of a disaster right now. And no one's talking about it. But I will. This is Simply bad Sports.